0: All you need to know is brought to you by no one, no one at all.
1: Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and DJ Pig.
0: DJ, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna start the show as I regularly would, uh, where I'm like, "Hey, you know, my name's Quinn Eaton, this is DJ Pig." Yeah. Uh, You know, same thing. If you've been here for the last 262 episodes, you get the gist. There's something far more important that I need to share with you that I just saw on social media. Okay. And it's not the the, the thing that I am shocked by is not the initial tweet. It's the quote tweet. So you understand, Okay. you know how people will quote tweet other yes. tweets, right? Yeah. So the initial tweet is from a uh, Twitter account called pop base. And I don't know if you've heard about this yet, but Robert De Niro has welcomed his seventh child at the age of 79. So,
1: Oh, wow.
0: Robert De Niro is still... uh, Getting after it. Still getting after it, and uh, he's welcoming his seventh child, which is shocking. That's shocking. But what's even more shocking is that Chili's Grill and Bar quote-tweeted that tweet and said, he's coming for you at Nick Cannon, which I just think is... So good.
1: Coming from that Twitter account.
0: Yes. Why why is Chili's Grill and Bar putting in their two cents about Nick Cannon, of course, having a ton of kids. Yeah. And, and Robert De Niro apparently having his seventh child. I just think that that is hilarious. And that's good marketing.
1: I've got so many questions that I, I guess we can't really get into here. Right, right. But, one, congrats.
0: I guess. Robert
1: De Niro. Yeah. Even though you, you're probably not seeing your kid graduate.
0: He would be 97 when his kid graduates from high oh my school. Oh
1: gosh. And then...
0: 101 if the kid graduates in four years from college. If they go to college.
1: Right. Could just go to acting school. Sure. But also, who's having, who's having Robert De Niro's baby at yeah. and 79 that, years old?
0: And that wasn't... Uh, that wasn't included in that tweet, um, no. and I like that you what focused in. Him. I like that you focused in on that part, and I'm focusing more in on why is Chili's Grill and Bar quote tweeting that with a dig or a joke about Nick, Cannon, Nick Cannon having however many kids? He has like 16 kids. I guess I think.
1: Nick Cannon. Maybe they have previous beef. Maybe Nick Cannon's got problems.
0: Well, and, and Chili's has great fajitas, and they come in chicken or beef, and maybe that's what they're getting at is is they're getting in on the beef and tying it back to the, some that of the food items. That would be a items.
1: stretch, though.
0: But you see that more often nowadays with all of these companies hiring what it seems like they just... Every single company that's out there on Twitter is hiring a memester to run their account. It used to be yeah. very official, and yeah. now... Like, I don't know how... Eight years ago, you wouldn't see Chili's Grill and Bar tweet that. But now there's some memester running the account, and it's like, I'm going to send this tweet out about uh, Nick Cannon having a lot of kids to this news about Robert De Niro. I think it's hilarious. I'm all for it. Um, The more we can laugh, the more we can meme, I think the better off we'll be. Absolutely. And I I, I will say that I don't know how to turn this into a laugh or a meme. But again, I know that a couple of weeks ago I had a negative story about uh, the the golden generation, you know, our our, our elders, right? Yeah. But I had another negative run in with an old person. That last one was an old lady was uh, playing her speaker full blast and I was talking in the gym. And I was talking about how there'd be a double standard where like, oh, she does it. Yeah. You know, she's old. But if I did it, she would be like, oh, well, you can't at least kids nowadays. Yeah. Today I was sure. I'll keep this short today. I was in line at the grocery store. Uh, And, you know, nowadays you're lucky if you actually have someone at the register scanning the items. And the lady was scanning items. Some lady had gone in there and filled up her entire cart. So she was she had the whole Did the thing. Groceries
1: for the next three
0: months. Yeah. She had the whole thing locked and loaded. So you couldn't even put the little bar that separates her groceries from yours, Jeez. right? Jeez. So there was that lady, and then there was an older gentleman in front of me who was standing halfway in the aisle, halfway out, looking occasionally over at the other uh aisle or the other checkout line hoping that someone would open that one up, right? He was kind of one foot in, one foot foot out doing the hokey pokey. Yeah. And he was hoping that somebody would come and say, I'll take the next person. But he was also saying like, well, just in case I'll keep my stuff on this line. Then at one point he puts all of his stuff down on the, on the line and all of his stuff's on there. And he just walks off. I'm like, can you do that? Is that allowed? That's not holding your spot. He just walks off and, and and I'm just standing there with my a couple items. And then another, this is where it gets, it's interesting because you would think that the, the story was going to kind of revolve around that person, that old person that was in front of me. Uh-huh. Turns out an old lady comes up behind me waiting in line. Right. And the, the lady that had her cart full, she's still checking out. I think she's paying in cash. So it's taken a while. And next thing you know, the old man's still off and about. I don't know where he went. And a person comes up to the other register and says, I'll take the next person in line. Oh. Without hesitation, the older lady behind me walks over to the register. Cuts and you off. Technically, right? Because yeah. technically, I was the next person in line. But then she just walked right over and started checking out.
1: And... Dude, the audacity!
0: So, of course, these I'm ent- just, entitled
1: geatric freaks. And
0: and here's the thing: they went through a lot. I understand. Give them the give them a pass every once in a while. But I just again can't help but think: what if I would have done that? I would. She would have been like, "Oh God, yeah." See how we raise our kids nowadays? Yeah. I was just like, you know what? I don't. It doesn't bother me enough to. Well, I mean, I guess I'm talking about it right now. But at the in the moment, I was like, it doesn't bother me enough. She can go do the thing, or whatever. Yeah. Um, but the funny thing is, is. Then the, the lady that was that started this whole mess where she had her whole cart full, she finally leaves. This this old, old man's stuff is just sitting on the thing, on the little conveyor belt, mm-hmm. and the cashier and I just lock eyes, and he just shrugs, and I just shrug, and I just walk up and push his stuff back and put my stuff down. Then he comes back. He doesn't say anything to me, but I know that he was probably like, oh, wow, well, this kid's cutting in line. Yeah. And I'm not a kid anymore, I guess, but...
1: No, but to them we're always kids. It just I, I know exactly what you're saying. I mean, they treat us as if we are entitled and we that we're, we're always told respect your elders. And I do. But do our elders respect us? Because mm. respect is, there is a, earned. Quinn. Is there
0: a mutual respect between right. elders and youthful? It's youthful a two it should be a two way street. It should be. And right
1: now I feel like we got a one way.
0: And I'll just for some reason, continue to update the podcast with the geriatric run-ins that I have. And we'll see if uh, maybe we can change some things. I would be happy to lead a revolt in, maybe not a revolt is the right word, but a movement in respecting (laughs) our elders, but also putting them in their place when they need to be told like, Hey, I was the next person in line or revolt. Do you? (laughs) Yeah. Like I said, that's not the right word for it, but you understand where I'm coming I think from. I we could take them. Like, there was a lot. Yeah, I think we could, too. But there was a lot going on this morning at the grocery, and I just was trying to understand, like, so I technically was nice enough to let the, the older woman behind me go to the line, even though she wasn't the next one in line. Right. But then I feel like I was still the bad guy because I kind of jumped the line even though the guy had just wandered off and he didn't come back with anything I thought he might go get like a can of green beans that he forgot but he just came back and, he, and then he was like Rrr. like Is I heard, I think I heard a little like that yeah
1: some of them growl
0: but I had my head It's a give so.
1: and take system. I feel like karma's a give and take. Like you can balance it out. If you just do bad then yes, karma's going to come around. What well, goes around comes around. But if you balance it out and stagger it a little bit, good bad good bad good bad yeah. I feel like karma's going to leave me alone.
0: And I and I waited until the cashier gestured it wasn't necessarily like come on through, but it was like shrug, like I don't know what's going on. I was like, yeah. I don't either. And then I just kind of walked up, looked around, and and I was out of there. I mean, I didn't hold the guy up or anything, right? So. But it's good that you mentioned karma because today's topic kind of karma can come into play, or at mm-hmm. least sometimes it can. It feels like it can. Yeah. And you know, I've wasted enough time about, and I don't want to revolt against old people. I'll I'll, I'll make that clear. I I'll, just
1: in my head, as soon as you said revolt, I had like a different version of Revenge of the Nerds play out in Mm. my head and it was fantastic
0: well i mean we are living in a here's a big word word of the day a geriotocracy which is a uh a system of government run by old people we are so uh in in a way we are revolting against our elders even though it's not a violent thing it's just like hey you know let's let's get you let's get you comfortable and and maybe some other people step in yeah right you know, not not calling like out Joe done Biden. Good. Thank you for
1: your service. Yeah.
0: Now quit serving. Yeah. And and I don't want to get political here. But right. Joe Biden. And I and how, how can he not get political? But he wants to run again. Um, that can can you? Here's a poll question. Insanity. Can you announce you're running for president again if you can barely walk?
1: If you can't get up a flight of stairs because it's two or three times he's falling, and that's the thing. I don't have anything against Joe Biden. Nothing. Like I said, I don't. I don't like it really political either. And it's I'm not, not a political thing. It's just you know he's gonna be like 91 years old by yeah. the time he finishes the next term.
0: Yeah, if he does, and I'm hoping, Ooh. I'm hoping that, and I know that's not harsh to say. Like it's just like in general life
1: expectancy. He, I mean, he is.
0: He's past. He's it. playing on house money. He is. He's playing with house money right now, and I just. <laughs> think that that's not a political thing i'm not thinking oh i'm a republican He's oh old. i'm a democrat I don't it's think just anybody the fact but- it's like that man is so far removed from any sort of experience that's happening right now it's just and it's also for me i'm like just take a break like you're supposed to retire at some point yeah. point. and that man has been working in the government for years mm-hmm. if you look at you can see videos from him in like the 70s and 80s, I believe, of him in uh, a polit- in the political system. And he was past middle age then. Yes. And that was the, like the 80s. So DJ and I, again, not getting political, but it's just like, can we as a country maybe say, if you're over 60, 60 let's say 65. Yeah. If you're over 65, we're going to just kind of lead you. We're not going to tell you to stop, but we're just going to say, why don't you relax Joe Biden deserves to get, go on a beach and have a corona, right? But instead, he's got to run the country. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Yeah. Um, and speaking of running the country, there's an issue that DJ and I are talking about today that we're finally going to get to. And it's something that's very touchy. It's something that we have had multiple conversations with off t- uh, the podcast. Mm-hmm. Now we're finally ready to have it on the podcast. This is episode 263. Today's topic, Tipping. Could be our longest intro that we've ever had uh there. Really? I think. Eleven, almost twelve minutes in. Oh
1: yeah, that I would say that's gonna yeah, run we're 12,
0: for it. Twelve minutes in. So Well, um, I mean,
1: we've had episodes where the intro never really stopped.
0: That's true. Uh so with that in mind, please don't get upset at us. But I also feel like what we talked about before the topic transition wasn't throwaway material. We weren't we weren't wasting time. They, those thing, those were just things that were coming up. Uh huh things that were on yeah. our minds. So now that's the only thing that's on our mind is tipping. Tipping. Right? And whenever not we not cow tipping. Not cow tipping. What are we talking about, DJ, whenever we think of or say the the idea of tipping?
1: We're we're talking about when you pay your bill, you add a little extra that goes just to the waiter or waitress or whoever has been serving you in whatever manner they've been serving you. Mm-hmm. So it's, you pay yeah. for what the cost of the meal and then you pay for a little bit on top of that. Uh, for, for for whoever is serving you,
0: so the the it happens a lot, or I guess prominently in the restaurant uh, experience. I think that's
1: probably where people think of it most. But
0: it probably you could probably go ahead and say like tipping is common in the service industry whenever yeah. someone else is is well I don't want to providing you a service providing it's not a not service a, no, yeah. yeah yeah you know what I was about to get worried about but uh, yes um what I am concerned about with tipping is. It's it's divisive. Um, I am often put in uncomfortable situations because of tipping. And you see in other countries where the tip is included. Mm-hmm. A gratuity tax is included in the meal. Right. So basically all we're doing here in the United States is just dancing around the fact that we're going to have to pay a little bit extra for this meal or this coffee or or whatever it is expected. Yes.
1: There, there are those that just outright don't tip.
0: Right. And I, I have never worked in the food industry myself. So let me preface everything that I'll say after this with that, because yes, feel free to come at me and say, well, you've never experienced it, experienced being a a food service worker before so you shouldn't have the right to say say things I'm not gonna blast anybody about right. tipping right because I can come from a place where I understand that those who are servers in restaurants mm-hmm. depend on tips a lot for mm-hmm. their income they're paid like a, a very low hourly rate and most of the money that they get to take home is from tips yeah so I understand that I will say that however why don't we just kind of follow along when in the United States it feels like is stuck in their ways uh, with a lot of things like we won't follow along with the metric system right we're stuck with all these weird calculations and instead it could be a lot easier but we're always just going to be like "Eh, let's be different and do this same thing with tipping if you go to another country not all other countries but most other countries it's just like oh uh, your meal was $43 uh, for the two of you and that includes the tipping price the tipping yeah. tax or whatever, so you don't have to worry about getting a, a calculator yeah. out and you know trying to figure things out. You don't have to worry about like the weird, like am I tipping too much? Am mm-hmm. I tipping too less? And like you said earlier, there's some people that don't tip at all. That takes care of that problem too. The tip is worked into the bill. Right. So what do you is take
1: it? A, do you take a Dwight Schrute method?
0: What would the Dwight Schrute method so be? So
1: Dwight, the the quote from the office there is, uh, Dwight doesn't tip. Mm -hmm. And when asked about it, he says, why would I tip someone for something that I could do that for something I could do myself? Sure. Which, of course, is funny because if you could do it yourself, then you could just do it. But you're not doing it. Someone else is doing it for you. So but I think that's the route, the thought that I'd be fine
0: with that, too. The, that's that's one thing it's, it's a decent point because if i go to a restaurant which of course if you think about it is a very privileged thing to do right to oh, to, yeah. to sit down and order food and have it brought to you and have the dishes taken away and mm-hmm. you pay for it and you get as much to drink as you want or whatever and that's that like mm-hmm. it's a very privileged thing to go through and i think a lot of people take that for granted but at the same time i could very easily and i and we do this at other restaurants right uh, fast food restaurants a lot nowadays yeah. They're getting rid of the people at the front. You walk up to a machine. You pick what you want. Yep. You sit down. Your number gets called. And then you go up and get your food and bring it back to your table. Yeah. That's that's fine with me. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't I don't mind to get up and, and get whatever I want. I also actually almost prefer it because sometimes you have a server that hasn't gotten back around to see that you're a little low on Dr. Pepper. Yeah. And if I could just get up and get my own Dr. Pepper, that'd be fine with me. Right? Yeah. So that's not a bad... Point that you bring to the table with the Dwight Schrute method on tipping, but what is the general? I mean, we talked about the idea of tipping is like, oh, this is something that is understood that you're owed, you you owe to these other people that are that are serving you, right? Mm-hmm. But how much should you tip? Because I feel like there's a general idea, but in your mind, how much should we tip?
1: I always try depending on the bill, because you know I'm a teacher, mm-hmm. so. I have to keep that in mind. I always feel that as long as the bill is not too high, I try to tip 20%. The higher the bill gets, the closer I get to 15%. 15. 15 is usually about as low as I try to yeah. go, uh, depending on service, which we'll get into in a minute, I guess. Uh, but yeah, I would say somewhere between 15 and 20%, depending on how expensive the bill is.
0: And that's, that's a good point, and especially thinking of some of the higher end restaurants that mm-hmm. some of these people work at where they might be making more than you and I combined, mm-hmm. right? Just, you know, getting these large tips because their meals cost so much, Yeah. but you're still expected to tip that 15 to 20%. I feel like that's the common percentage that you take is 15 to 20%. Um, and we'll get to kind of how you find yourself on that scale a little bit later. Yeah. Um, I think that that's very reasonable. What you just said, like, okay, if it's if it's kind of a, a cheaper meal, um, I don't mind giving out twenty percent. But yeah, if it gets into the higher numbers, if you go to let's say a hibachi restaurant, uh, you're, you look at your bill, you go, oh, like you know that that audibly comes out of your mouth. Yeah. And then you have to consider, okay, well, how much am I going to add on to this? Now yeah. I'm in control. How much more of my money am I going to give them? Right. I understand that. Calculate
1: well at a hibachi restaurant too. You got to think like they're providing more of the
0: service because it's more of a show along with sure with your meal. And I have not. I, I'll Another. Be honest, I'll be honest with you. I haven't been to one of those in a while because of the the uh, invention or I guess the availability of the Blackstone grill that you can now buy. Yeah, you can kind of do it yourself. Man. If you really think about it, maybe f- five trips to a hibachi restaurant would pay for that grill. So. That's not true. not to put the Hibachi restaurant industry under, but just go buy yourself a Blackstone Grill and you're good to go.
1: Yeah, so another thing I just thought about too, mm-hmm. tipping it depends on what, like specifically in the food industry or restaurant business, What I mean, if you're ordering drinks at a bar, tipping is looked at differently there. Say, unless you have a tab, which most people, if you're going to be there a minute, and you're having multiple drinks. A lot of people just open a tab. Yeah. And then you tip at the end. Which is basically the same. But if you're paying by the drink, so what if you get one drink that's $3? Mm-hmm. You're not going to tip 15% on $3. Most exactly. of the time, people just throw in an extra dollar. Well, say you have 10 drinks and you tip in a dollar. Now it's 10, I mean, you're tipping 30% at that point. Sure. So I guess that's something to think about, which is why yeah. maybe bartenders make so much.
0: And I think all the time, and, and and we'll get to the main issue with this in a second. But whenever I get a cup of coffee, I'm often expected to tip. And I mean, coffee can be pretty outrageously priced nowadays. Yeah. Maybe you could walk out of there with a medium cup of coffee for six bucks. Hmm. If I tip, if I tip a, even a dollar, that's that's way above. That's a little less than twenty percent. Yeah, that's way above what I would normally. Two dollars seems like that's not a lot. But if you're cutting it down based on percentage, it's actually right. pretty reasonable. So uh, that's a really good point that you brought up. Um, but what we're going to shift to now is you always hear of these celebrities tipping.
1: Yeah. And you always show off. you
0: always see it on social media. And I and part of me thinks that that's the main reason why some of these celebrities do it is to hope that it gets posted. And then, oh, wow, they, they found out that this person's a very nice person, right? Yeah. It's the same thing with... Like why, why, whenever you donate to a charity or maybe a new building, do you need to have your name put up on it? Because at that point, is it is it for charity or is it for recognition? Right. right? So getting in, we won't break down all that because we could get into a really uh, deep rabbit hole on that. But celebrities tipping, you always see like, oh, wow, Dennis Rodman, he tipped uh, $500 at Denny's whenever yeah. he stopped in. Like, oh, that's great. Uh, and that probably changed that Denny's waitress's well not a, not her life his or her provided life provided groceries for yeah but few it months. helped out for sure uh you always like to see those stories i think and but at the same time you know what's the what's the purpose is there yeah. is it a, is there a moral are you being are you doing it because you're morally and ethically wanting to help are you doing it because you want to get the rec- possible recognition that yeah. it would be posted in a newspaper. Because you know it's getting it. out there. Yeah.
1: Like you're not gonna you're not gonna tip somebody that it's not gonna get out on social media or something now. So Yeah.
0: I mean Mikey Jordan. Mikey. Yeah. If Mikey Jordan goes and leaves uh, an eight hundred dollar tip at Applebee's, people are gonna hear about it.
1: I think if Michael Jordan goes and eats it in Applebee's, people are gonna hear about it.
0: Yeah. Didn't I believe uh you know, before all the, the, the bad news started to, to pour in uh, about John Morant, there was a story about him yeah. tipping uh an yeah. Applebee's server And she a lot. didn't know who he was. Yeah. That and was the, funny. there
1: was like a whole video where he was telling her
0: oh, yeah, that's who he right. was.
1: I don't know, that that rubbed me the wrong way.
0: Right. Right. And what about the dad joke? What about I, I love the classic dad joke around tipping. It's like, Hey, how much are you gonna tip her? You're like, Oh, I'll give her a tip. She needs to bring out the food faster. Yeah. Do you get tired of those jokes or I never you
1: like, do I like them
0: what is it about dad jokes that kind of gives you the ability to look past the repetitiveness and and, and enjoy it every single time even though it's not necessarily fresh
1: I think that's it's clean fun it's wholesome
0: sure. in my opinion and it's it's probably it's like a little bit of a helpless, helplessness right because yeah. the dad no matter how many times he's cracked the joke he finds it funny, and you're like, "Well, that's if it makes him happy, it makes me happy too." Yeah. Okay. Man, we covered that one pretty quick, didn't we? Yeah. Well, then why don't we talk about what I think everybody that's listening has been waiting for us to cover? Is is the tip based on the quality of service? Is that not the idea of a tip?
1: I think I feel like it is to some extent. There is gray area. We talked about this earlier before we we started. Yeah. I think there are times where the service may be bad, but it may not be because of the person that is serving you. Like if, right. if your food comes out and it's wrong uh, or something, then and a lot of times you don't know as the customer, you don't know where something went wrong, uh, which also makes it tough. But yeah, I think like if you come around once, if I'm there for forty five minutes and you come around once to give me a refill on my drink, and I
0: you're bringing was down. sucking
1: that water down.
0: You're bringing the tip down.
1: I think it's got to come down a little bit, or if they like, I don't know. I think yes. And
0: there's a there's a bottoming out point for me. I'm not ever going to be the person where it's like, oh, you know, I'm not tipping them at all. I would never do that. Right. But I generally stay, and I I, I don't even think I would I would rarely dip below fifteen percent. Yeah. But if the service isn't great, I'm going to bring it down to fifteen percent without yeah. a doubt. If the service is pretty good, I think seventeen to eighteen percent is is very good for a tip. Mm -hmm. And then if the service is just like, holy smokes, it was like they were right there at the table anytime I needed anything. Yeah. And they were great. I'll go twenty percent, maybe even higher. Right. But you said we were talking about this before, and I can't help but mention what I feel like is the perfect example of why you should or should not tip based on quality. There's a friend of mine, uh, who I think the all you need to know fan base would know very well. Isaac Bayer, who uh, himself and and myself, yeah, maybe not a friend of yours, but we got into an argument whenever I visited him out in Wyoming. We went out to a restaurant, and our server, no offense to this guy, was possibly the worst server I've ever had. He was forgetting things. He got drink orders wrong. Mm. Uh, He completely forgot about one of the. Uh, things that we ordered off the menu. So then I asked about it. I was like, Hey, by the way, we didn't get this. And he said, okay, I'll take care of it. And then never took care of it. So then I had to ask again Mm -hmm. for that item. And then it was finally brought out. But at that point we were already done with the meal. So, you know, what did it really matter? Right. And I got into an argument with my friend, Isaac, because I was saying, I'm not going to tip this guy as much because of the bad service that he's provided. Now, I understand what you what you mentioned earlier. Maybe it's not always the guy's fault, right? right? Because that's just the face that you see. That's kind of the representation of the restaurant or whatever right. thing that you're interacting with is. At the same time though, I might believe, "Oh, the kitchen got this order wrong. I'll go back and get it." But then whenever you are like asked about it, and I'm not trying to sound, you know, arrogant, Whenever I say this, but if you have to ask a a second time about Mm -hmm. a said food item, then I think that that might not entirely be on the kitchen. I'll also try to be understanding, and maybe the maybe the guy had a rough night, and there were some things going on because you never know what kind of battles people are going through, and maybe he was just forgetful that night. Of course, but at the same time, like, can you go through that whole process and still tip that person twenty percent, even though they didn't provide a service that? I wouldn't even say like I didn't expect it to be outstanding, but just like, you know, regular good old service, not not above average or below.
1: Look at it this way. Okay. I'm in, I'm in business for a product. Uh I'm looking to buy a product. I'm not going to pay as much for an inferior product. I might get it because it's cheaper, but I'm not going to pay as much for it. Whereas yes. if it's a superior product, I'm going to be willing to pay more and and get out a few more bucks Perfect. to cover that. Yes. So if the service is not as good, I'm not going to pay as much for it.
0: Similar example would be if you go to a if you've got a concert, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say that uh, I don't know Mick Jagger, just oh. by himself, is going to perform a concert. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe. Maybe that's not the best example, but but bear with me.
1: I think it would be really weird if it was. It would just, be. And I'm sure Mick Jagger knows that, which is why he never went solo and mm-hmm. broke off from the band.
0: But regardless, Mick Jagger on option A is performing for an hour and twenty minutes with just a tambourine. And then option B, Mick Jagger with maybe let's say let's say that uh, is it Keith Richards? Yeah. Keith Richards joins him on stage. Mick Jagger plays a little guitar and he's got, you know, a a better product, right? Mm -hmm. You would say that your service or you had a better time with option B. So it makes sense to pay more for that than you would for Mick Jagger with a tambourine, Mm -hmm. one man show style. I think that that's the perfect way to describe tipping because this man who wasn't Mick Jagger, but in, but for the example, we'll say that this server that we were dealing with was Mick Jagger. Mm -hmm. And it's funny to think of Mick Jagger making mistakes as a server, as a restaurant Mm -hmm. server. But there were many times where it felt like he forgot something or, uh, he accidentally did this or it was just, and it was hilarious because he, he Isaac continued to defend him and he continued to mess things up. Mm -hmm. At one point he he comped a dessert for us and I was like, okay, you know, that's fine. But, I wasn't going to order dessert. Yeah. So like, does that, but I did
1: order this that I didn't get out. Right. Until. Exactly. I was wanting to just plainly.
0: So like, does that free dessert then, I know it's supposed to be considered service recovery, but I don't, does I that don't think justify me yeah. tipping the 20% that I'm supposed yeah, to?
1: Yeah. See, I, I don't, I don't think so. I, I'm on your side. Okay. I, I'm in. I'm in your uh, boat. And on if, that one.
0: if Isaac were here, he would be just yelling and screaming. So it's probably better ah, that he's, that he's not here. That's that's he true. That's better. a good point.
1: Here's a question, real quick, before you sure. move on. Just a quick one. Do you round your tip? So we talked about yes. pe- doing it in percentages. So
0: I love a good round number.
1: See, I am. The round number is the twenty percent. So if I'm going to tip twenty percent, I'm going to do the math, add that when I sign yeah, that makes seat.
0: sense. I love. If it's if the total is like twenty eight thirty nine, then I'll just do the math. Okay, let's see thirty nine. Yeah. And then you would add what six sixty one. Would that get you? Yeah. Sixty one cents. So that gets you to twenty nine, and then you add a couple dollars, and then that's what you leave, and then it shows up on your bank statement as a round number. Love that for some Uh, reason. Yeah,
1: my wife is the same way. Yeah. I'm more of a all right. I'm gonna tip you twenty percent.
0: Okay. That's
1: that's what twenty percent is.
0: Gotcha. That's okay, right? It doesn't bother you? Uh, no. Okay, just some people like round numbers, I guess.
1: She's also one that'll like she rounds off her gas, like if it stops at.
0: Mm. No, not me. No, I don't do that. Okay. That's that's. Well, I won't. I won't. She's I was, big
1: on round numbers.
0: And I I like a good round number too, but that, at that point it's kind of tough to control. I like a
1: nice round number two yeah. as
0: well. Aggressive tipping measures is the next thing that we have on the list. What I mean by this is it seems like it's almost guerrilla warfare, right? You are at a coffee shop. Mm -hmm. You are, I don't know, at a donut store, Krispy Kreme maybe. You pay, and they have a little tablet right in front of them, right? They're touching all these buttons on the tablet, and then they say, will that be all for you? And you say yes, and they say the total will be blah, blah, blah. You hand them your card, or maybe even you put it in yourself somewhere, and then they take the tablet that they were touching buttons on, and they turn it towards you. Yep. And it says, would you like to tip today? There's an option that says no tip. There's an option that says 15, 17, 20, 20, 25. And then it says like more. You could press a more button. I've never done that. No. And what makes the situation tough is
1: they're standing right there. They're
0: standing right there looking at you and they can see what you're about to press, Mm -hmm. which then is like, okay, if this person doesn't tip me at all, maybe I might accidentally sneeze on their donut. Right. And it won't bother me that much. But it's one of those things. that's like I, you would, you would not tip in a coffee shop in a donut store if they gave you the bill afterwards, like they do with a meal. You're like, well, no, I'm not going to tip you. You know, you just, you made me coffee. You're getting paid to do that. Right. And there's no sort of like coming to the table or anything like that. That's... But because they spin the tablet towards you and there's a word for this. And I've seen actual like scholarly documents on this. I know there's a name for it. I couldn't find it. I didn't look very hard, though. I will say, yeah. but there's a a sort of aggressiveness with this tipping where you wouldn't normally tip, but because the person standing right there that has just kind of walked you through the process of whatever you bought, yeah, you feel obligated to, yeah. And that's just awful. they do
1: that for a reason. Yes. Uh, the one that really grinds my gears is when they do that, and you order you've ordered takeout. Yes. So, like. That I, I've had it happen at, it happened recently and it all worked out well because it wasn't as aggressive. Uh, Bailey and I ordered pizza. I went to pick the pizza up and they did that. Now, what she did, which I was thankful for, was she was like, she flipped the iPad or the tablet over or whatever. Mm-hmm. She was like, just insert your card at to the top. I'll go get your pizza. And then she, walked, she off, walked off, which was good. But it's like, if I'm ordering takeout, yeah. And I'm... going I called it. you. All you got to do is make the food. I'm going to come pick it up and take it home. Yeah. At that point, you're not necessarily... I mean, you're making the food for me, yes, but like you said, you're p- getting paid a wage to do that job. Mm-hmm. So in that case, I don't... Even when they're not... Even when they're standing right in front of me, I don't tip. That's the only time, really, that yeah, I, I don't... Yeah, and I think...
0: I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It just feels weird. But it feels wrong if mm-hmm. you don't tip, and, and that's not right. I don't think it's fair. And... Even in a case like that, I will especially say, if I'm doing the self-checkout at the grocery store, if I've am, if i lugged my items, I've went through the store and lugged them all to the front, and then scanned them myself, I should get tipped. Or there should be some sort of discount yeah. for me because I was the one that did it.
1: Domino's is now paying you to come pick up your pizza.
0: Exactly. That's Thank good you. business. Thank you, Domino's. Yep. It's about damn time. Yep. I agree with all that, um, but we do have to close with, where do we draw the line with tipping? Or I, I put in the notes, what's the tipping point? Mm. Which is the perfect way to describe it. Beautiful. Because I think this whole episode spawned from something that I said last week is like, I mean, do I need to tip my chiropractor? Do I need to tip my mechanic? Am I am I tipping? You know, someone that. Uh, it's just standing on the side of the road, right? If, if someone was standing on the side of the road and had one of those tablets and turned it towards me, I might tip them, even though they did nothing for me. It's just that pressure. Yeah. There's a pressure around tipping to where you feel like you're supposed to or, or you're a bad person. But what's the tipping point? I, for me,
1: it's like if I'm going to a restaurant, if I if I'm sitting down, you're providing me a service of keeping my drink filled, you're bringing my food to me. Yeah. Uh, if you're delivering my food to my house, um, if you're providing me a service that I couldn't do myself, um, which I mean, like you said, that's a gray area because like, I, think, I don't tip the people that change the oil in my car.
0: I think who if if a person is paid an hourly wage, and it's equivalent to the work that they do Mm -hmm. versus if I know that a server is getting paid, you know, low amounts of dollars per hour, Mm -hmm. right? That makes it easier for me to understand the tipping process. Yeah. But if someone is fixing my car, right. And already just ripping me off, I Mm -hmm. know they are right? right. I've, I've gone to get my oil changed and they've said, Hey, by the way, your air filter looks pretty bad. And they hold up an air filter I have no idea if, if it came out of your car. If it came out of my car, they could have just as easily set it over in the side somewhere and they just use it for every single person. Yeah. Like, oh, by the way, this is a look at this air filter. And it's been like that, you know, for, for years. 10 years, yeah. right? And they just keep it over in the side. If it's something like that, no, I don't feel like I should tip. Yeah. I mean, then you get no. into like valet drivers. And, yeah. uh, you know, if a doorman opens up a door for you, like you're expected to tip. You know, Another
1: thing to consider, too, and, and uh, we don't have a whole lot of time to get into it, I guess, but tip share. Mm. If you go to a restaurant and they tip share, my wife will ask our waiter or waitress, do you guys have to tip the other servers out? And when she pays for our meal, well, I mean, we yeah. pay for our meal, but when she goes to pay it, she will ask that question, and it always throws me off. You know, like, Are you going to tip differently based on on whether they tip share or not? Does she? I think she does. I don't know.
0: That'd be good to ask. Maybe clear that up next week. We can update tip yeah. sharing would have been a good, good thing to, to touch on, which is just like, it's a collective tipping pool and everybody takes yeah, an equivalent like a amount. Percentage. Yeah. Which I don't know if that's good either, but tipping was, is a, is a controversial topic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, asking the, asking the question, where do we draw the line? Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite answer that I've ever heard is, somewhere, right? We have to draw the line somewhere. Yeah. So but I don't know where that line is. No, but I don't somewhere. Think but we need to draw we need to has. set the tipping point at some point. Some
1: places are going to gratuity tax.
0: And that'd be great with me. Uh, yeah. That would, would be the best thing just put it on the bill. As long as it's reasonable. As long as it's reasonable. Yeah, I agree. Well, I would say we we talked about tipping for probably 25, 26 minutes. The rest of it was just we talked a lot about old people. And if there're old people listening, we we love we love our of our course, listeners in the older demographics. So we don't want you to think that we're calling you out or anything because that's not the case.
1: Just you know, RESPCT.
0: Yeah, RESPCT. That's that's perfect. Find out what it means to me. And that will do it for this episode of AY and 2K. My name is Quinn Eaton. I am DJ P. And this has been all you need to know.
1: This has been all you need to know. If you have a topic you would like to hear about, message us on Twitter or Facebook or send us an email at all you need the number 2NO00 at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and tune in every Wednesday because here at AYN2K we've got you covered.